0: Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shake and not start. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S though.
1: Hi and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geek geek out with beer. I'm Tim and with me as always is my friend who loves to listen to things that might potentially bore him. It's Frank. How are you
0: today? <sighs> No, I don't want to read a book. No, Frank, we're uh, broadcasting. Mm, Wait mm, What? No. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> Dumbo. Uh, oh,
1: Sleepy Frank <sighs> is... No, I'm...
0: Oh, oh. yes. Hi. <clears throat> I'm here. Hello. I'm here. Hello, yeah. Frank. How are you? Good. Uh, en- energetic. Good. Yeah, i
1: th- i I think that. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I, think I know that. that about you. <laughs> I think, I think that. that.
0: That's the most convinced anyone's ever sounded. Hello, I yes,
1: think. I think that. <laughs> oh, yes, I think that. Good. That's Good. that's how I that's how I am in meetings. Gl- Tip, what do you think? Yes, <laughs> yes I think I that. Think that. <laughs> yes. Whatever you just it's said, all about yes. balance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> whatever anybody else said. Yes. <laughs> uh, hi, bud. No, I am not going to be bored by this. I am. I am actually very excited for this, and I've been. Um, uh, asking, asking you to 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 do this topic for a while. So I'm I'm glad it's finally happening. How are you? It's true. I, I am doing well. Um, I am living a
1: crazy life right now. Uh, with um with school, so work being back, and you know we're hybrid and we're in, and there's like kids on the tv in my room but there's also kids in front of me and it's like the jetsons but not whimsical Mm. so it's kind of so it's crazy pants right now but frank i finished my master's degree um and so that's uh so when i left you last podcast i was but the learner but now i am the master nice yeah (laughs) love that yeah so yeah i'm very uh i'm very um i'm very happy that's one less thing to one less thing to worry about and if i tilt my screen up you can even see it's actually oh there just, it is sitting on my wall if you notice the with distinction sticker is kind of crooked whoever put that on my diploma oh, no. which is super it's <laughs> super annoying <laughs> that would bother like, me actually that would that would be I know, i'll never never <laughs> it was the first
0: thing i noticed i was like wow i gra-. oh come on <laughs> well like, of course because you're a master of course you would notice those things
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. it's, it's my job to notice a uh, um, diagonal lines is. now. That's that's part of being a master. Well, I think
0: you're just yeah, you're just a master of everything. I, I thought oh, that's yes. how it worked,
1: and and nothing. Yeah. I promise okay. you, my well, degrees in the
0: humanities. I have a master of nothing. So you're a master of being a human, <laughs> which includes, unless I'm very much mistaken, putting stickers on correctly. That is
1: correct. I I know of no other animal that puts stickers on incorrectly. Right. So there so. We
0: go. Yeah, fish get out of here. Right? Yeah, fish. Every time. So, anyway. there's no such thing as a fish yeah. anyway. Tell me, um, where? Uh, not where? What? Pray tell, might you be drinking today? Oh, I'm drinking something that
1: it comes from the land of Germany. Oh, yeah, but it, yeah, but it like it's imported, so it, like literally comes from the land. It literally comes from the land of Germany. Uh, this beer was given to me by a friend of mine. Um, kind of like a, hey, you should try this because you like beer. It is a Weihenstephaner. Oh! Um, oh, you know of you know I of do,
0: I love yes, it. Yes,
1: the world's oldest beer, or Germany's oldest, no, it's the world's oldest brewery, um, which is pretty, pretty freaking cool, and I'm drinking uh, their Feist, I'm drinking their Feist beer.
0: Feist beer.
1: Feist beer, which is um, kind of like, um, they say it's kind of like, um, their um Oktoberfest. Uh-huh. So like Munich's Oktoberfest, the real sure, one. Sure. Um, but it's more of a lager with like a pilsner malt, like dry biscuity kind of yeah. feel to it. It's very tasty. Um, like like drink ten of them, tasty. Mm. Um, and so I mean, because you know. Germany does beer very well, as we know. There's a reason they're the they have the oldest brewery, and it's still going.
0: This is very so, true. but it's
1: only it's a 5.8. It's not like you know, it's not like it's going to slap you in the face right. either, because it's it's a lager pilsner, you know. So, but it's it's so good. Uh, I do recommend if you can get your hands nice. on it. So you're you're leaning into October already. Um, it, no, I mean, it's not an Oktoberfest; it is a face. Is beer. It for sure? Um, sure. So, but I am I am I guess leaning. In that direction, it it, it being um, you know mid September, so sure, you know sure um, yep, you know try to remember the kind, the kind of, September. of September when I drank a beer with my friend Francis.
0: You know, I don't know the words to that song beyond the word September, so I sometimes just sort of improvise it. And the other uh, not the other day, but but one time recently, I was like, try to remember the kind of September the Gunpowder treason and plot. <laughs> uh, that's not. Those aren't the words. Big. That's not you're even the right into, month. You're leaning but, into um, November. And I'm and you into November. October completely. Can, have yeah. we ever done V for Vendetta on this podcast? I don't Ooh. know, Frank. All right, but I'm going to put a pin in that.
1: For, I'm all for doing it. Um, I love V for oh, Vendetta. Man, um, um but yeah it's kind of, um, kind of sad now that one's gonna watch it and be like why uh, why does america have yeah. a plague happening in it yeah. right now in that movie yeah
0: yeah well, i heard the states so. formally united um <clears throat> anyway the um the um yeah that's that's what i'm leaning into well i i am kind of leaning into october though truthfully and and almost november because um i'm doing it i am i have gone the pumpkin Oh, gone to the you pumpkin went so early I know I know well I mean th- it technically is I mean they grow in it, August It I is. mean they, it is, I mean like it is seasonal, seasonal it is a seasonal gourd um and we are in that mm-hmm. season it, the temperatures are starting to to head towards fall and uh and so that's what I'm doing with my beer too I guess I was I was visiting family in New York um it's so weird you know visiting anybody nowadays uh, right now is like okay well I'm going to visit you in your backyard and we're going to stay you know 6 feet apart and we're going to wear masks whenever we're we're walking around or whatever. Um, no, I mean, I was doing it for years. I'm just glad the world's finally catching I up. I know, right? Seriously. I, yeah. Uh, now I have I an know. excuse never to leave my house. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that that's... Um, that was... Weird, but nice to see my family. But while I was down there, I decided to peruse the the shelves uh, of what, what kind of beers I could get in New York that I can't get in Massachusetts. And mm-hmm. I came across Blue Point. Blue Point is a local Long Island brewery that um, I've been sort of following for for a few years. Um, I guess they they have – they I think they have facilities in New Hampshire too, but um, Patchogue, New York is the one that I, I visited their, their brewery there. And uh, so I got their Mother Pumpkin Ale. Um which is um yeah, it's brewed with pumpkin and spices, and it's uh it's uh delightful, i love it it's great it's a nice it's a nice uh, straightforward uh pumpkin ale and uh it's uh is a okay with me so does it slap
1: you in the face like you got hit in the head with a pumpkin, or is it kind of mellow as far as pumpkin beers it's pretty,
0: go? Pretty, pretty mellow. It's more ale than pumpkin, nice. if that makes sense. Um, oh, yes. I think that
1: sounds good to yeah. me because sometimes pumpkin can be heavy. It can. Like, if like some pumpkin drinks are like they like really will sit in your stomach for a while, they're not, uh, I'm not, I don't gravitate towards them. I gravitate towards the cinnamon ring more than the pumpkin.
0: Oh, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's only 5.5%. And, um, uh, yeah, it's not super heavy on the pumpkin. It's not. It's not overly heavy. I think it's a really nice and balanced uh, pumpkin pumpkin ale, and it's um, it's not like I mean, probably my favorite pumpkin beer is Southern Tier Pumpkin, and that I feel like is really pumpkin heavy. I, you can only really have like one or two of those uh, at a time for me, anyway. Um, yeah, before it's sort of like, all right, cool, that was good. I am going to switch something else now because that that was a lot. Um, a, a good, it was good, but you know, a lot. Um, so this at least is a little bit more, um, yeah, a little more balanced. So yeah like hey these are two good beers we got going on here fest beer and uh, and the pumpkin ale so right i on. know normally one of us
1: is like this is like this is a good beer and the other one is like i'm this was in the back of my yeah, i just had this. i'm not even sure if it's beer anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah this beer is wine oh my god <laughs> How <did that> happen? <laughs> yeah <Ugh. laughs> this beer is a
0: jello mold like <laughs> <laughs> jello beer mm. mm-hmm. yeah. something to that i think that um so Tim now that you are a master master Tim mm-hmm. if you'll allow me permit yes. me to call you that I Um wh- uh I would I would like to hear <laughs> Oh, what? before you even go he said master can i call you that and the first thought
1: i had in my head was master skywalker what are we oh, going no. to do not
0: master wayne <laughs> you went like, to master
1: skywalker out of, out of all of star wars where everyone gets called master this and master that but i went right for master skywalker what are we going to do i didn't even think
0: of star wars i went right to master wayne oh sure yeah oh yeah and and yeah. and also, yeah. I want to just point Bruce. something out you have a you have a framed piece of paper on your wall that says that you are a master of humanities, and mm-hmm. and Anakin was like you are not a master so have a seat young skywalker
1: (laughs) good point so (laughs) master skywalker
0: that's why he killed those kids (laughs) don't remind me
1: (laughs) that kid was taunting him (laughs) master skywalker (laughs) he's like i've had enough with your butt crap larry (laughs) that's it it uh, should have been like, Jedi Knight
0: Skywalker, what are we going yeah, I know, to do? Right? <laughs> now you're just rubbing it in my face, Larry. All right? That, that's, uh, this is... Larry, Larry the Padawan. Larry the Padawan. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's <is> gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is that what you wrote about to uh, become a, a master? <laughs> yes, wrote about Larry, about Larry the, Padawan. the Padawan.
1: You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah so anyway so my um so I I'm it's a master's in the humanities but my concentration was in film studies so you know like you could have gone a couple different directions you could go you know creative writing or a full-on English or whatever and um I went film because you know your master's degree is like all right well this is this is for me I mean it's for work also you know they made me get it but you know but uh, so it's for me what do I want to study? And so, so I, I chose to study film. So when it came time to, to do my um, thesis, my big capstone project, like I could have done almost anything. I could have written about anything. And I, since I started my master's almost three years ago, I was like, what would I want to write about? Because I got to write um, 40 to 60, I got to write 40 to 60, you know, Word document pages about something, and it's gotta be good because, you know, I, I need a crooked sticker that says that I graduated Summa Pumlade, <laughs> so of course <laughs> um so um so I in the course of like studying like all this different all these different types of films and directors and genres and all this stuff, I um I kind of became attracted to two different like opposing things one of them is um monster one of them is uh, monster films right you know so like um why do why are monsters such um alluring imagery uh and and why do we keep coming back to them Why, why is that will still full um and then and then this uh philosophical idea of otherness so there's this um because you know, when you're studying humanities, you have to do you know, lit theory and film theory and all these different you know, all these different types of philosophies and apply them to stories. So there's this theory that was put out by this guy named Hegel uh, who uh, is, was not a good writer, but he had great ideas. Um, like many of my
0: students, that's what I wanted oh, so. my tombstone to say. Not a good writer, but he had great ideas. Great, great. Not ideas. a good podcaster, but he, had, but he was he had great.
1: He had good ideas, had but like, ideas. Oh, but that like the, the the tombstone should be like spelled wrong, or it should have muddled <laughs> sentence structure. You know, to like to like send that point. <laughs> like on. I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, not right, a great exactly. writer. <laughs> yeah, writer of mediocre, but yeah, you know, like, like ooh, so close. But ideas <laughs> yeah. okay. But ideas, okay. Um, So anyway, so I took this idea of otherness, which is um, Heigl's idea that you are your person. You are yourself, right? And so you are Frank. I am Tim. And everybody else around us that's not like us or you, we'll say you, Frank, is an other. Okay. Okay, so you you are an other person. And you, Frank, to fully be yourself, have to recognize the other. You have to recognize yourself within the other. Okay? So um, uh, Heigl does this. He uses this thing called the master-slave dialectic. And so the master, um, you know, looks at the slave and says, you're like me. I know that I need to figure out why, so we can both be the same, so we can both be on the same level um does that make sense yes i'm following, you following me so far yep. yeah so so that's that's Hegel's big idea, and like it, it goes on he to sum up spoilers, his idea is that there needs to be a synthesis, and so there's the thesis and these the antithesis, and together they form the synthesis, sure, and okay. so there is like um so um. So, like, Blade from, you know, Marvel yes. is a synthesis. So, humans are the thesis, vampires are the antithesis, Blade is the synthesis Got of it. those two things you Bring things them together. together and okay. the synthesis. You yep. bring them together, you form this new thing. And that's what everyone is kind of supposed to do, to be a fully formed person. And right. so there isn't divisions of people, you kind of have to form newness. Uh, and that's his. that's his big idea. And other people, other philosophers, other writers took that idea and ran with it and they either ran with him or they ran completely against mm. him And so these other um, you know psychologists and psychiatrists and all philosophers stuff like that so I chose Hegel because he's the first mm-hmm. one and then I chose two other I chose two other people who I'll get to and I chose to apply their different versions of otherness into into individual to a film about a monster that shares that philosophy.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: okay. Okay. So, so I wrote about Hegel's philosophy and, and Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water. Mm. And so, and how, I, and he believes in the, you know, how del Toro seemingly believes the same as, as Hegel in there. And then I wrote about this guy named Franz Fenon who was, um, who was Albanian, and he was all about the revolu. He was all about the revolution, and so like you have to um, be violent for for somebody else to recognize the other. So to be recognized, like hello, I'm over here. Recognize me as a person and not just a thing. Um, you need to be violent to do mm, that. That's mm-hmm. where kind of like revolutions come from. You know, that's like all revolutions. Like, America is like, hello, Great Britain. Where are people, too? We deserve representation. Yes. That's Great Britain othering America. Right, right. Um, so I'm like, oh, you're different. You know, you're you are crass. You know, whatever. Um, so, um, and more stuff. So I took um, Peter Jackson's King Kong, his remake, and I applied that to Franz Fanon or mm. Fanon. Um, you know, is it Al- Albanian or Algerian? algerian i said albanian but i meant algerian um so or did i mean anyway it doesn't matter um so i'm getting i'm getting trapped in my own words so i took that i took the violence as recognition because that's kong's big thing right? right you know like he literally goes on sprees like across every version of every film in that story to be like hello I'm an actual, th- I'm, a, yes. I'm a thinking thing. I'm not just this animal that you think I right. am. Right, right. Um, so
0: like, the fits of rage or perceived rage are, are really Kong asking to be uh, uh, seen. Like, recognized. And, yes, yes recognized. to be seen. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. That's exactly right. And so in, and so, I'll get to it. I'll go through each one as I go through. And then I also wrote about um, Slavov Zizek's version of Otherness, which is um, the... He says Hegel's synthesis is a nice idea. He's like, yeah, okay, so you want to merge them together, but he's like, actually, that's not necessary. None of that is actually necessary. You just need to recognize that somebody is different than you and be okay with that, the end, and let them be them and let you be Mm. you. And that's actually kind of where we are culturally right now. Um, You know, this idea of... um, you know, people who like, I don't see color, things like that. This sure. idea of the verse, that's very Hegelian. You know, this like, I don't see color because we're merging into something new here. Um, and protests um, in like, um, um, violent protests in Black Lives Matter is very uh, Fanonian. You know, like, I need to like, the violent recognition, I need to be seen. Yes. And then, and then Zizek uh, is. is almost like peaceful protesting where it's like this is us this is what we're saying and we need to work together to form something a little bit better but if you're over there and you're over there like that's as long as we're both working towards something better like recognize my context my diversity my my everything recognize me for me um that's that zizek and so I took t- Tim Burton's remake of Dumbo to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, so anyway, so then I because Dumbo, King Kong and the Amphibian Man from the Shape of Water are all different types of monsters. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't really you don't really think about Dumbo as a monster, but he is a deform, he's a deformed elephant. Yeah, no, it's you know, true. And, that's that's a really so, yeah, I like that.
0: I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't so, have thought of um, that, but you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, so right, it's cuz he's cute, right? You know, right. like that's the Yeah, it's because he's cute. You're like, oh, Dumbo, you got big ears and everyone loves you. But, like, when in each film, whether it's the original or the new one, people are like, ew, his ears are too big. He's an oddity. He's a curiosity. Yeah, he's a curiosity. Exactly. Um, He's part of the circus. Mm -hmm. He's very much othered. Yes, exactly. Yeah, as are, and I'll I'll start with Dumbo and I'll kind of go backwards from what I said. So, basically, Dumbo, Tim Burton's Dumbo, people didn't like it. I think it's brilliant. It's one of his best films. Um because he was he was it's more than the original Dumbo. The original Dumbo is a 60-minute film about an elephant with big ears who learns to fly. Right? At the end of the film, that's the climax of the film. He's like, "Wow, I can fly." The end. Um and so that's only really the beginning of Burton's film. It's also about it's also about it's also about immigrants it's about um, it's about the circus it's about a group of people who are othered in society othering somebody else within their own group mm. um, I don't know have you seen it I don't know if you've uh, I, I haven't seen, seen it, the, the remake. Dumbo. no so it's it really is excellent so it's like it takes place in nineteen eight nineteen nineteen. 1919 so you're just on the cusp of circuses moving to um, state entertainment so instead of traveling circuses you get stuff like amusement parks like Coney Island and things like that it's like there's a shift in the entertainment industry and the way that it's going and so circus folk are already being pushed to the side and that circus folk are um they're all it's all immigrants so, you know Danny DeVito is the, the ringleader and he's an Italian American and then you you know you have people from India and you have the people from black community and you have people who are fat and too skinny and you have this and this and this it's all these different oddities um all come together in the circus and they want to be a family and it's not working for them the way that it needs to work for them and then you have colin farrell come home from world war one his wife's died of the spanish flu comes home to his two kids he's missing an arm so now you have this guy who used to be a stallion star right around he was amazing he was so good at everything that he did uh and and now he's different from everybody else mm-hmm. And he just because of because of his disability and he can't be the person that he feels he can't be the person he once was, even though he's trying. But nobody really believes him that way. And so Mm. so um, so he and Dumbo are now paralleled. So Dumbo comes into the picture and you have Dumbo who's ears are too big and he has in his own way, a, his, a disability. Sure. And, and now if you, and so now Colin Farrell's character also has a disability. And so they're working on together to accept themselves for who they are in the larger context of the world. So then you have Michael Keaton's character come in, who's supposed who's like head of like a Coney Island type thing, right? Dreamland. And he's basically Tim Burton being like, Hey, it's Walt Disney. Everyone. Um, and he's like, I want to buy the circus. You're all going to come work for me. It's going to be great. You'll be part of this thing. But he really wants Dumbo, and he's going to kick everybody else out because it, his whole thing is to make money. Sure. Disney, right? Right. <laughs> we're going to pretend like it's a big family, but actually, it's a business. Just FYI, we're here to make money. Uh, and so, um, so that's it. So I mean, I don't want to spoil any of the films. Um, so, uh, so I'm doing my best to sure. I'm doing my best to talk around it. But that's but that's basically it. It's it's about the circus trying to integrate almost like in the Hegelian style. Like you were like, okay, let's make a synthesis. Mm-hmm. We took the circus and we took the amusement park and we smoosh them together and let's see if that worked. And it doesn't quite work. And so at so it goes so the circus goes back and becomes something new and they evolve, but they're still themselves. Right. At the end. Uh and so that's huh. you know, that's Dumbo. It's very it's a really smart film. Uh and It it has a much larger depth to it than people gave it credit for, or maybe we're even looking for. You You know, a lot of times you don't. I think that happens a lot. You know, you watch a movie and you're like, that plot was just okay, and you're like, all right, well, what else happened? You know, the plot is almost secondary or third tier compared to everything else that happens inside a film you know well so like what are you know so that's the story sure but what is the story about how does it get there what does it do how do characters relate to one another what about this symbol oh it's raining that probably means something oh it's dark and stormy that probably means something too oh it takes place in a castle that's significant as well everything is always significant of something else um, and so, in a children's movie, is no different. And so, I also chose these three films: Dumbo, King Kong, and Shape of Water, because they're all for different age groups. Dumbo's for kids. King Kong's for everybody. It's PG thirteen, you know, so it's adolescents, everybody. Um, and Shape of Water is definitely for adults. And so, it's about how do you talk about how do you talk about accepting the other um, two different age groups and what hits home for certain people. King Kong, we already talked about a little bit. You know, his rage; he wants to be recognized, um, and he like becomes king. He literally like climbing up the Empire State Building. He is conquering the like phallic symbol of America. Wow, to, yeah, true. Like at the time, you know, world's tallest building to be like f you, like this, is, like like see me. And then what do we do? We kill him. Yeah. Wow. You know, like yeah, what? Yeah, the only person that sees him is this blonde woman who you know who you know um and darrow right who is just a struggling vaudeville actress in you know in in jackson's version and she just wants to be seen herself you know and the only person that really sees her is the monster you know all most of these king kong shape water beauty and the beast stories dumbo if i replaced it with edward scissorhands kind of works the same way oh yeah Um,
0: yeah
1: yeah um and so and then you got Carl Denham who have you seen King Kong? That one I have at, at seen. All? Yeah. Yeah. You have see seen one. this one. Yep. Yeah. So you got Carl Denham who also wants to be seen, right? That's his whole mm-hmm. point in capturing Kong. He's like, I want to be this director, I want to capture, him. I want to do this thing, I want to do this thing, I want to do this thing, and I want everyone to see me, and he causes the violence that makes him want to be seen. So it all spirals down from him. Um but it's the connection between Kong and Ann that um that like is like conquers so like the violence is actually not necessary is what kong is actually saying because the violence the violence only ends in tragedy doesn't actually help anybody at the end you know because um if if they didn't go to the island in the first place then none of this would have happened so Mm -hmm. right but then but then yeah, but there would have been, maybe, if that didn't happen, maybe there's no self-discovery for some characters, and so maybe it's necessary for Kong to die. Is a lot of questions up in the air. Um, and so, and then, you know, we're running out of time a little bit on this episode, so I'm going to wrap up sure. as much as, as fast as possible. And then The Shape of Water. Have you seen The Shape of Water?
0: Yes. I really enjoyed Shape of you Water. Have.
1: You have? Mm-hmm. Shape of Water is great. It's brilliant. Um, it's so good. You know, and you've got... Well, Guillermo del Toro does in *The Shape of Water*. He has three main characters that are all a different part of a different ostracized society in the 1960s. You have you have um, two janitors and a, and, a, and an artist. One is mute, one is black, and one is gay, right? And so, in the 1960s America, where that's so obsessed with modernity, you know, it's the future, it's the this and the this, and we've got the chrome cars, and we've got going to space, and we've got this and this and this and this and this and this. Um, it's these people behind the scenes that are kind of left in this wake. If mm-hmm. The Shape of Water was made in the fifties, Michael Shannon's character, FBI agent, you know, secret agent, he's the hero he's the of hero. the story, right? Right. Yeah, and 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 the monster, the amphibian man, is the monster of the story. And Grumble de Toro said, "No. What about all the people who work there? What happens to those people, the ones that nobody thinks about, because they're arguably more important than that FBI agent who." You would think is the hero, but is is actually the monster of the film. So amphibian man is not that, and you've seen it, so you know that. So like, um, so you know, um, at the at the end of the film, um, we have um, you know you have you have these three characters giles zelda and eliza and eliza especially is the hegelian synthesis because she's you know she's got the gills as we find out so she's not human or amphibian man she's something in the middle Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and so she is the the synthesis and so to the kind of wrap up each one of these stories says to actually recognize somebody that needs to be recognized so you yourself can be fulfilled uh, you need to start learning how to love because that's all what all these stories are really about. You know, Dumbo is about accepting yourself and loving. Uh, King Kong is about accepting others and loving. Shape of Water is about accepting yourself and loving, and it's all in a slightly different way. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you have to put yourself aside to gain love to then be fulfilled in yourself.
0: That's and that's what I wrote um,
1: sixty pages about.
0: It's, um, that's, I, you know, I, I've said this before, I've said this to you on mic, I've said this to you off mic, but, th- um, there is nothing that makes me want to see a movie that makes me, um, almost, I mean, this is dramatic, but almost like ache to see a movie that I've never seen. Nothing does that. Like hearing you tell me why I, why a movie <laughs> is as good as, as it is, uh, like y- you, you have a very, Uh, unique talent for being like no 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 no. there's so many like yeah this is a you know Lake Placid is a terrible movie but let me tell you why it's wonderful Um, (laughs) I uh, I was just watching that the other day (laughs) you tweeted about it I think that's what (laughs) made me think but uh uh you're you're very very good at that you've always been very good at that and and you'll you'll convince me sometimes that a movie that i saw and i did not like you'll convince me that it was better than i gave it credit for and very few people can effectively do that the way you can so but th- these movies um i've seen two of the three and i liked them both the two the two that i saw um, but i didn't see dumbo and i probably wrote it off wrote it off just based on trailers um for many of the reasons that you mentioned and yep. your description of it and and your um contextualizing of it and comparison of it with the other two films that i i do uh know uh really makes me want to see that movie and um and above all really makes me want to read your thesis so um, i'm excited to <laughs> to take a peek at a at a copy when uh when when i can but um, thank you for sharing all of this with us today. I think this is really, really, this is the kind of analysis that you provide, you know, whenever we're talking about movies on this show or we talk about Supergirl on, on Supergirl TV talk or, you know, when mm-hmm. when uh, sort of time permits on on Academy Rewind, when you can dive into some of those uh, those things. Um, so, you know, a little oh, bit of Palmer if, or just a Palmer. Lets if Palmer lets me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it's bad and I hate it okay moving on okay (laughs) uh that's funny uh no but it's true you you do get to you get little nuggets of that so uh on 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 these podcasts and it's really cool to get to hear you like dive into this in an academic way so um thanks for thanks for sharing all that with us
1: Thank you for letting me like flex a muscle that doesn't get to be flexed too often. I mean, I'm a, i t- am i mean, I'm a teacher, so like I can, like some of this I like I say in class, but a lot of, I mean, this is like, you don't bring Slavov Zizek into you know, you know, a tenth, uh, a, the tenth grade, like sure. it's just it ain't gonna happen, sure, and so. Yeah, they're barely like okay, oh, who, what is the central conflict of this story? And you're like he doesn't like this person very good. He doesn't <laughs> like that person. Right. You know. Right. It's like So, um so it's, it's fun to talk about like a few le- it's fun to talk about a few levels up. You know, there's like a canon to film and um to literature, right? You know, like people always pull from Uh, the Bible or Shakespeare or myths or fairy tales and you kind of just keep going back to those wells all the time and films are no different and then you start to people start to pull from films themselves so you see stuff like oh that train entered that tunnel suggestively I'm like oh well that's the end of North by Northwest that was a homage to that which was about this which was about this was about this and so um, so it's always fun to it's always fun to look at those things and the more you watch the more you know Um, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad I have my master's, and i'm I'm glad it's done, and I'm glad I can hold it in my hand and say i did this so yes. so it's exciting so i i took a i you know I took a page out of my i took a page out of my mom's book or something she wished she'd done because like when she got her master's a number of years ago she um her computer crashed after she got her um degree and so she lost literally all of her work oh. everything she had written. And my mom was a, a writer, like she takes great pride in 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 writing, so you lost everything. And so I was like, I'm not going to do that, because I don't trust the cloud enough for it to be there forever. So I, um, so I kind of, I bound, um, I bound the thesis, and I took a bunch of different, um, just an essay from every other class that I had, um, every other class that I had, and I just, uh, I just picked ones that I liked and I, I stuck them in the I stuck them in a bound copy as well. Do you want to see do you want to hear what those other essays are? Because I meant to You want to read my. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: I saw your picture on Instagram um, where you 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 know, it's, it's the name of the thesis and then with uh, with additional essays. And I was curious what additional essays did you put in there? OK, so
1: are you ready for this? I just kind of picked a bunch of uh, randos, but um, Superman and Wonder Woman, Immigration and Feminism in 1938 to 1945, America can't wait to read that <laughs> one he's like oh face oh, 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 oh <laughs> yeah. you fancy huh yeah that was years ago that was the first that was my first class that i uh, that i had ta- yes. uh, taken um harry potter and the mirror of psychoanalytic experience um uh, cinema verite favoring political personas mm. um, cinema verite is like uh, um documentaries of truth you know so they like It's like they they only show the footage, right? There's no narrate. There's no narration. There's no like you try to um, edit as minimally as possible, just to kind of show like the camera is truth. What you see is what you decide. What is true? Nobody is trying to um, give you their opinion through the camera or through the documentary. You know JFK's series of like becoming pres. There was a series of becoming president, like primary and all that stuff. That was Cinema Verite. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I did that. Um, Art provoking truth and goodness, which is just a kind of a, a general artsy fartsy one. Um, breaking through repression in the Wolf Man. Uh, Guillermo del Toro Ooh. in the Political Monster.
0: Ooh. And now was was yeah. that about Shape of Water as well?
1: that was i what i did that actually influenced the capstone but what i did was um what i did was um look at Guillermo de toro's whole um filmography and i thought like how how is it's like how has his life as director influenced authors it's authorship? How is his life as director and what was happening in his life directly influenced each progressive film that he that he made? Some more than others, but you know, like he like his dad was kidnapped when he was an adult almost right after he made Mimic, um, um for Harvey Weinstein shudder. Um mm. not the movie Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. Um but, um, his dad was kidnapped and held for ransom. Uh, and so, in Mexico City, so they had like his family had to pay the ransom, and then they all left Mexico. He was like, "We can't live here anymore. It's too dangerous." And so he like put himself in exile from his home country because he was still living in Mexico at the time. and so and he was like, "Nope, we can't live here anymore. Wow. It's like it's too dangerous. So then a bunch of films immediately following that are about displacement. And, like, what does it mean to be displaced? So, like, I'll give you... Uh, I know you've seen it. So, like, he was displaced. He went into exile and then made Hellboy. And what is Hellboy but Whoa. a character who doesn't... Fit, yeah, just a bunch of characters that don't fit into the world in which they are living. And what is their place now that they're here? Um, and then Hellboy 2 is even a continuation of that of that same thing. So, very interesting uh and then this one uh i know you'll enjoy the stigma of masculinity in scott pilgrim versus the world
0: oh yes yes oh i can't wait to read that uh yeah, we need to do a kickstarter so that you can do a run <laughs> of these books and and like get them sold oh gosh no no this is this is more than enough i got a job <laughs> oh man but people yeah. need to read this
1: i mean i mean if anybody wants to read it just let me know you can you can dm me on twitter at timothy pg 13 yeah. that's uh that's it um i'd be happy to happy to share but um yeah there i mean it was good fun and uh i honestly just put those in this bound copy so it, it was bigger
0: so nice. it was like yeah better on sure itself. sure yeah sure
1: yeah so it looks
0: better that's great um, dude i'm so i'm so happy for you i'm excited for you um uh you know Crooked sticker notwithstanding this is a you should be very proud <laughs> of yourself. Um The Crooked Sticker sounds like a Nancy Drew mystery. A <laughs> <laughs> <The> mystery <laughs> of the crooked sticker. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, I so, truly, I'm I'm very happy for you. Um and uh I I know how hard you've you've worked over the last couple of years and uh I'm really glad that you have um that, that you've you you've you've finished it, you've accomplished something really, really great and you have this awesome awesome um you know piece to show for it in in the end um so cheers to you my friend well thank you very much my
1: friend um why don't you take us out uh by telling everybody where they can find us
0: for sure Uh, you can find more of this brilliant gentleman uh, at BeerwithGeeks.com, at thoughtbubbleaudio.com you can hear uh, he and I but really you want to hear him talk more uh, at some of our other shows that are part of the Thought Bubble Audio Network shows like Academy Rewind and Read Up where he does sort of mini little versions of of, uh, this sort of analysis um, on uh, all the books that he's he's reading um, at any given time Uh, you can uh, also Follow uh, this podcast on Twitter at Beer with Geeks. Email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, all those places. Please rate and review us um, on those places, especially Apple Podcasts, because that really does make a big, big impact in helping this show get discovered. So please do that if you have a moment. If you want to, uh, we may not have a Kickstarter for the book, but we do have Patreon, patreon.com slash Audio. Um, where you can support us and help us to continue producing these shows, and uh, pay the bills and and keep keep the network going. So please uh, take a moment and do that if you are so inclined. I think those are all the all the best places to find us. And uh, at Timothy PG13 on Twitter, and at Frank Ramblings on Twitter for me. Think those are all the uh, all the plugs all the plugs that we have. Thank you again, my friend, for 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 this. Um, this was great. I loved it. No, then yeah, this was this was great.
1: Um, thank you for allowing me to say some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always exciting. So, uh, until next time, cheers. cheers.